And coming up next on 2NURFM, we're talking travel with Sally Lucas. Joining me, Jane Klein, and, well, we're heading around the world in a great way. We're also going to go to Northern Ireland. Check out Belfast. And it's time to talk travel, thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King. And, well, an interesting destination. A few decades ago, Sally Lucas, yes. uh, it was not not at all a goer to go to Northern it wasn't. Ireland. It wasn't, Jane, and yet it's really become back in the radar of people wanting to visit that part of the world. And, of course, it's got an interesting history, of course, and not just the bad things, the good things as well. And in one article I read, it was called The NASA of Its Day. The city, because it was leading the Edwardian charge across the Atlantic Ocean with number one, Titanic, and her sisters, Olympic and Britannic. And you can do wonderful tours there of the city's docks, which are really, really huge docks and museums. So, you know, following the White Star Line, and you can go on board an old White Star Line vessel that's there still as well. So that's very interesting in itself. And I've got a lot of my friends actually are quite um, keen on the Titanic and its history and have collected a lot of information about it. So anyone that is, you know, really enamoured of what happened happened and how tragic the whole thing was, would probably love to go there. So, I mean, this was constructed over um, 100 years ago, sorry, and the um, Titanic Belfast is now is not just a museum. So they've got um, lots of shimmering walls throughout, apparently, nine galleries boasting interactive exhibitions, an underwater cinema, gantry rides, all sorts of interesting stuff from dream to tragedy, the whole story. Um, and then you can go across to Hamilton Dock where you can see Titanic's little sister, the SS Nomadic, which is now fully restored and offering a unique onboard time travel experience. She's probably pretty big too. Even yeah, she's yeah, a little, little sister, <laughs> I can imagine. So she was built in Belfast as well, of course, and was the first and second class passenger tender for the Titanic at Cherbourg. So there you go. And you've got a pre-book to go on that. The other thing that's been going since 1604 is the St George's Market. And there's been a market on that exact spot since 1604. Mm. So that is a great market. And it was named the UK's best large indoor market in 2014. So it's open Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. And it's not just about food, though. There's lots of food there. Pastries, seafood, cheeses, meats, you name it. Antiques, jewellery, artworks, books, photography and much, much more. And getting around, you can do a hire a bicycle, which a lot of cities are doing now. Have got that, you know, the doing Belfast city bike tour. And if you're not feeling that energetic, they have a black cab taxi tour you can do as well, which would be quite interesting. Or you can just stroll around the historic Titanic Quarter and dock and pump house along Belfast waterfront on a Titanic walking tour as well. There might be a pub or two to call into. Oh, absolutely, Jane. You'd have to call in and have a pub. And the Irish are very welcoming and very friendly. Then you're not that far, Jane, from that wonderful bit of nature called the Giant's Causeway, which is the um, big basalt uh, columns, should I say, uh, which are on the Antrim coast sitting against the North Atlantic Ocean, which would be in itself, I'm sure, when the wild weather would be going, would be quite a sight to see. And it is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. And they say it has to be seen in person to believe, and, and I haven't seen it in person. I have only seen it, you know, in film and obviously on the net. But its origins apparently are another matter. They they always have um, lots of interesting ideas of how these shapes were formed. Um, You know, was it the incredible work of legends and warring giants or was it an ancient volcano that really created it or what what was it? All these intriguing hexagonal basalt commons. But to walk on it is wonderful. And then you can admire lots of birds who call 
that part of the world home. And there's a wishing chair as well there, and it goes. the story goes that it was made for the legendary Finn McCool when he was a child, and it grants wishes to anyone who rests upon it. Oh, he was a great leader, wasn't he? Too? Yes, Finn yes, Finn McCool. And songs about him. And there's so many yeah. places named after Finn McCool mm. as well. And we have a strong affiliation with, of course, Irish in Australia. There's a lot of you know people in Australia have come from Ireland. Then you One of your yes, other theories on, about yes, the Giants Causeway, Causeway I think, yes. is that it's the same kind of rock as you get on the east coast of Tasmania, the Dollarite oh, Columns yes. there. So yes. there's, there's another connection. There is, isn't there? And they are wonderful, aren't they, Jane? And to see them from the sea, if you do a cruise, well, you should do a cruise that goes down that coastline of Tasmania. It is so spectacular. We're digressing. But, yes, that is wonderful. I have talked about that before. Um, you can also climb the Shepherd's Steps and hike along the Clifftop Trail to get a bird's eye view of the whole Causeway Coast, which be wonderful and there's also the remains of a, a castle called Dunluci Castle which is on a rocky headland overlooking the sea and it was a 14th century stronghold that was abandoned after part of the kitchen collapsed into the sea during a storm in 1639 and there's an adjoining graveyard where there's lots of people have been buried sailors from the wrecked Spanish Armada ship which sank in 1588 and there's treasures from that wreck can be seen at the Ulster Museum also in Belfast and then not too far from there you've got the wonderful Mourn Mountains, the Mountains of Mourn. There were songs written about that as well, weren't there, mm. in County Down. And that was said to have inspired C.S. Lewis to create Care Parabell in the Chronicles of Narnia. So there you go. So, yes, it's only a day trip from Belfast. It takes about an hour and a half by road to, to get to the Causeway. And several locations from that area, of course, the Game of Thrones are found along that Causeway coastal route. So it's a very interesting part of Ireland to go to. And there's apparently a heart-thumping, knee-quaking one of those rope bridges you can go across. I don't know whether I'd want to do that. A swaying little link that hovers almost 100 feet over a dramatic chasm if you're up to doing that. But nearby, if you're not, you can go to the old Bushmills Distillery Ireland's oldest working distillery and enjoy a wee drum. To NURFM, 20 past one, we're talking travel thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King. And, well, convertible cars certainly have a bit of a feel to them. What about a convertible caravan, Sally Lucas? I know, it's a strange name, Jane. Everyone's going to think, what the heck is she talking about? But anyway, this company is called Convertible Caravans of Europe and it was set up only a couple of years ago. It's a relatively new concept um, brought about by a lady from Sweden and I mean a gentleman from Italy. But anyway, it was built on their long-standing philosophy of travelling independently yet together. So what they do is it allows travellers to explore Europe freely on their own terms while still maintaining, of course, the highest standard of safety and security. So you are travelling in your own vehicle and you are travelling with a concierge. So this is a vehicle that you own? or No, you rent. You rent from them. You rent from yes. them. Um, so it's totally flexible. You just have to get from A to B each day. Now, they'll select a route, and if you don't want that route and you want another route, the concierge will design one for you, or you might say, this is the route we want to do. So you're meeting up each night with people. You can discuss what you've done during the day, but you still have that benefit of travelling independently, but with backup. 
And that can be a lot of, you know, problems with people with language and all sorts of things, road rules, that they don't have that confidence. So this is going to give you that confidence, knowing you've got someone there just a phone call away. So it's using boutique accommodation and they, you know, different, they recommend restaurants, all sorts of, just like having a concierge in a hotel. So you get all the same, you know, help, advice, recommendations, etc. And they operate throughout Europe and even in um, Ireland, etc. And they also provide a lot of local knowledge. They have local people who advise you with what you can do and everything along the way. They even supply you with a program, GPS, some travel books, uh, prepaid cell phones, all that sort of thing to go with you. So it's great. And they travel with only a small amount of people, um, the maximum of 20 and a minimum of eight ever travelling together so you could go with friends and just have four of you in the car or if you you know you'd have your own car whichever you feel uh, they use hand-picked boutique properties that are sort of rich in local traditions um, and also that you're sort of having a good night's sleep in a place with history that's what so they're you're saying. actually sleeping in in a house not a in building, a caravan not in a caravan <laughs> not a sleeping caravan but it's a caravan in the sense that, that you're, you're going traveling to the same place yes yeah. like if you're in a caravan of camels yeah which I mean, we, well, we won't another do image. Yes, we won't do it by camel, but um, but they do other specialised ones as well. They've got gone golfing tours for the golf enthusiasts, where you can tour all the Irish golf courses or whatever, which would be an interesting way, you know, for people to see a country and then still, if they're golf fanatics, because there's some beautiful golf courses around yes. Europe, and particularly in Ireland, actually. Um, and they've got even mancation programs for men only who just want to do, go off on a. They have tailor-made itineraries. I mean, they'll offer you suggested itineraries but you can also get them to tailor make one to suit if you want to do as we just said golfing if you want to do cooking if you want to do particular historic areas whatever and you receive a road book with all the applicable information of your destination including maps gps coordinates of each place you visit service vouchers driving details you get all that prior to departure so it's an interesting way, isn't it? An interesting Very. concept yeah. for those that have said that want a bit of backup but still want to travel independently. So something great if you are looking for doing something like that. Hmm. Um, one more last bit of news, uh, Jane, that came in this week. Um, there's a company called Ma- the Mountain Collective who runs a range of ski resorts around the world. And recently Threbo has joined in with this company as well as New Zealand's Coronet Peak um, Mount Hutt in the Remarkables there. So you can now get a single lift pass, which includes Threadbow as well as um, going to New Zealand. And it also means that the group, it's expanded so much, the group includes members in Canada, the US, Europe, Japan, South America, and of course, as we just said, Australia and New Zealand. What it does, it allows two days at Threadbow and two days at any one of New Zealand destinations, along with two days skiing at every other member across the globe. Mm. Um, so that's something interesting. It's, it's on sale now. You can check it, yeah, information with your travel agent or look up Mountain Collective. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we will talk travel again next Friday after the one o'clock news. Thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King on 2NURFM.